Hi, this is Design Lota, the podcast where we talk about life as Indian designers. I'm Angie and I'm Sushi. So, Sushi, our very first episode. Are you excited? Woohoo! Hey, I'm excited too. Uh, let's get started then. So, what are we talking about today? We're going to start off our very first Design Lota episode with a really fundamental question. A question that can sometimes catch us off guard. Now, the question is, if you can give me a drum roll. <laughs> Why are you a designer? Yeah, the big mm. why. Why do we do this for a living and what's the story? Yep. We asked some of our friends who are designers and it sent them on quite an unexpected trip. I think it also might have unearthed an existential crisis for some of them. <laughs> Indeed. And of course, we are going to publish all those interesting answers for you guys to look at. So Angie, what do you think about the answers we've got? Yeah, we've got a lot of interesting stories here. Uh we should point out some of the things that really stood out. Uh like one of the first things I noticed is that a lot of them spoke about their childhood and how their experiences as kids guided them towards design. A couple of them mentioned the toys that they played with. Like there's an interior designer who says she had a lot of practice with interiors and architecture as a kid, but with Lego. Oh yes, <laughs> Lego. I remember playing a lot with Lego too mm-hmm. and I still have some of the blocks which my younger brother didn't throw out the window. So my brother and I had a bunch of Lego mechanics connects wow. and my friend and I used used our collections to create an amusement park for mm. our physics project which was all about simple machines. Okay. And it was one of the most fun school projects I've ever wow. done. That's interesting. They also uh, apart from toys there are also tinkerers who like to tear things apart, put them back together. Uh like one of the designers said that he would fix wobbly chairs and broken radios. So I guess it becomes a part of yeah, growing up, yeah. right? Fixing things around the house, putting stuff together. Mm. I guess it's the environment that we grow up in. One of my friends comes from an artistic family that's in the textile mm. business. So while growing up with the business, she really became interested in artsy stuff. Yeah, totally. I think even the kind of books, magazines, TV shows uh, you're exposed to as a kid can really ignite that spark in you. Uh, I've heard of architects who as kids chanced upon uh, Inside Outside. Is that the architecture magazine? Yeah, the architecture magazine. So I've heard that even that so opened up uh, their interest to architecture and designing spaces. Um you know all this uh, reminds me of what Paula Sher said in a documentary that you have to be in a state of play in order to design and you know when you're a kid you are always in the state of play right so i guess if you keep playing even as an adult you'll automatically become a designer yep, huh exactly <laughs> Any childhood stories that stand out for you? Um for me, uh what I remember are more the books than the toys. Like I remember reading a series called Childcraft at my school library. Uh, my friend and I used to always go through them and learn about uh, animals, space and you know the world around us and what not and uh, it was such a fascinating series and what I really liked is that they had all these craft uh, assignments to do and uh, uh, we didn't always have the supplies they talked about so we would try and replace them with like the indian version of uh, the supplies <laughs> and all this really opened up my imagination so uh, that's one of my earlier memories of uh, anything to do with design i think uh, uh anything you found interesting uh, sushi in the responses i found it uh, fascinating how people ended up making design a career mm. choice So growing up you're told that choosing a career is one of the most important decisions yep. in life 
and that moment when you choose what you want to do it's probably the first time that you'll be solely responsible for that decision oh yeah it's uh, it's such a big uh, decision for parents also especially in india i think because uh, in terms of finances and also what's considered uh, a reliable career here can be quite a big decision for the whole family um, do you think we always get to choose a career i guess it does take effort to get your parents to support mm. you financially since uh, going to design school is kind of expensive yep. but it doesn't guarantee that you'll get a job <laughs> one of my friends who describes himself as a graphic artist says it was the first time in his life where he actually followed his mm. instinct and tried to pursue something that he really enjoyed doing instead of following what people thought was good for him mm. yeah i guess we do eventually end up uh, doing what we really enjoy uh, i've seen so many designers who were engineers by education and then they were drawn to design uh, or maybe they finally came to terms with uh, what they're really interested in like in my interface design course there were like more than 80% of us who were from an engineering oh. background so today you will find a lot of non stereotypical designers yeah so there are many stereotypes <laughs> we do hear about yeah. designers like with me when i first uh, joined design mm-hmm. school people would automatically assume that i didn't get into medical college or engineering mm-hmm. and so design was a fallback option mm-hmm. for me but actually i always wanted to be a designer and it's not easy because you have to write an exam and yeah. stuff and people also assume other things about designers like we're all a certain type mm-hmm. who are good at drawing or we're super creative mm-hmm. while actually drawing is a skill that you kind of build over time right. and design is actually about the desire to create and i think everyone is creative but it's about how they put it to use in their lives and in their professions yeah completely you know i remember remember the line from a book i read called the element by ken robinson uh, so he uh, says we should rather ask the question how are you intelligent rather than how intelligent are you uh, i think the same really apply, applies to creativity yeah. also yeah so there are all kinds of designers but uh, we also found some things that are common among the designers we spoken to and met right oh for sure angie like for example the interest in transdisciplinary work mm. rather than just single streams or subjects yeah. for example one might be interested in and excited by both the functioning of a metro train and the various aspects like the seats and handles signage mm. the whole experience of it yeah uh, i think this also explains why designers seem to be dabbling around in more than just one kind of thing right uh, there's an excitement when things work together and juxtapose <laughs> juxtapose for your listeners out there i just made air quotes for that word <laughs> so sushi do you like when things juxtapose yes as a product designer these days most of my work is like that So right now I've been working on redesigning a factory space with my architect okay. friend. So this has me designing the furniture, lighting, storage and she's designing the space allocation mm-hmm. and where what goes and deciding the paint and the tiles. You know and it's it's so much fun to see how this ties up into the entire experience of the space. Right. rather than a single aspect of the space yeah uh, that's so fascinating uh, how you're able to mix together so many different aspects uh, in your uh, product design so we've spoken on childhood interests uh, career decisions 
uh, a comfort level with disciplines mixing working together uh, all of these in some way do answer the question why we became designers but we also found some deeper angles on this as well really how deep i'm talking like fourth or fifth cup of chai deep <laughs> this is the level uh, after which the existential crisis also lies <laughs> i guess we've all been there usually it's in the middle of a long project or when you're looking for that challenging project that will have an impact or make a difference be a design hero yeah it's interesting you should say that because uh, making a difference uh as you said uh, or solving problems for people making their lives easier or simpler in some way uh, these seem to be some of the deeper reasons people choose design yeah there's definitely contentment and this rich satisfaction uh for me i think design is a lifestyle and a way of thinking that can't be separated from who i am as a person yeah Uh, to sound painfully cliche it's almost like you don't choose design <laughs> it chooses you <laughs> Yeah, very cliche. Uh, one of my favorite responses here ends with uh the line design makes me a better human being and I really like that, you know. I really love yeah. that. We should definitely explore that more in one of our future episodes. This has been so much fun. I know it feels like there's so much more to be said, uh but right now let's just take some time to ponder over what we've heard so far. Yeah. And we want to hear from you guys, our listeners. listeners <laughs> why did you become a designer you should tell us your stories yeah tweet to us at designlota start a conversation also tell us what you want us to talk about as indian designers and also remember to check out answers from other designers at designlota.com so i guess that's all for now until next time bye bye guys <laughs>